Welcome to the Life Self Mastery Podcast, where we bring in entrepreneurs who have created online businesses and improved their lifestyles. Here's your host, Rohit Malhotra. Hi everyone, this is Rohit from LifestyleMastery.com and today I'm excited to have Radesh, who's the CEO and managing partner of Arca Venture Labs. Arca Venture Labs assists Indian B2B startups foray into US by providing a combination of funds, mentoring and access to Silicon Valley ecosystem. Arca Venture Labs has been formed with three anchor venture funds, Bloom, BGV and Emergent. Prior to starting Arca, Radesh was venture advisor to Bloom Ventures, focusing on early stage B2B startup investments. Welcome to the show, Rajesh. Uh, hi, Rohit. Uh, it's a pleasure to be in your show. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So, so you can share your journey on how you got into this crazy world of startups. Yeah, it's a long story, Rohit. So, I uh, it, I would probably date it back to 2000 uh, when I joined IBM. I started my career as a tech specialist uh, in the services arm of IBM. Uh, went on to become a software architect in the software group of IBM. I was designing solutions for enterprise clients, system integrators, and ISVs around technologies in the area of web series application server, databases, application integration, portal, content management, security, infrastructure management, application management. So uh, basically, it was a very good exposure around technology. Uh, and uh, also, I used to lead many of the solutions that I had designed towards sales closure. Uh, so it was a very good exposure on the sales side. And uh, I used to work with system integrators and ISV. So great combination of uh, uh, like uh, exposure around the channel side. And the last three and a half years, I was heading the startup initiative of uh, IBM India, where I helped to scale the whole initiative of IBM uh, 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 towards a startup from scratch to a uh, commendable position in the startup ecosystem in India, uh, generated strong revenues for IBM India and the cloud through startups. And I also helped many startups in the journey, uh, especially B2B startups, uh, uh, by providing them a combination of funding, uh, access to uh, uh, customers, mentoring, uh, and uh, uh, so we didn't provide funding, but I used to uh, be the like uh, assist them with uh, 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 like access to uh, the venture capital uh, partners. Uh, there, I saw a particular gap for B two B startups in India for uh, funding, mentoring, and uh, uh, access to the ecosystem. Uh, that's when I kind of uh, thought this is a good spot to actually assist uh, uh, startups. And I approached uh, Bloom Ventures with this idea in 2017 and uh, uh, the managing partner said uh, this is something that we can start in 2018. Uh, uh, and uh, at the same time, uh, just from BGV approached Bloom Ventures about starting up a cross-border accelerator fund, uh, focusing only on B2B startups and that's how the ideas merged. And Bloom later on uh, approached uh, Emergent Ventures, and uh, so that's how uh, we had a combination of Bloom, uh, BGV, and Emergent as anchor uh, uh, investors into our coverage lab. 
Awesome. So, um, you know, you, you had conceptualized, uh, you know, something called IBM India's uh, smart camp. So, uh, so was it a, an accelerator and how many, how many startups uh, did, you, did you get on to help out uh, during that? Year? Yeah, it was like a virtual accelerator uh, in terms of uh, what we used to do was uh, we used to, uh, I used to pick up some of the best B2B startups in India. And uh, what I used to do was that I used to give them uh, uh, access to, uh, actually, I, I used to ask them to present to uh, VCs who are partner level in Nebo. And uh, not from an investment point of view, but from uh, seeking their advice and uh, seeking any inputs uh, from the VCs. Uh, I used to also get them to present before uh, uh, CIOs. Uh, around 15 to 20 CIOs, I used to call. And uh, I used to give them a lot of press coverage. If you type IPM India Smart Camp, you'll find a lot of stories about the finalists, regional finalists from 2014, 15, and 16 in uh, many publications like Your Story, Inc. 42, uh, Business World, Disrupt. Uh, and uh, and uh, so basically, they used to get a good exposure in the press as well. And uh, Lastly, I used to uh, call an audience of 200 to 300 people and uh, all the finalists used to present before, uh, the, uh, before, the, audi- uh, before the audience of uh, like uh, uh, before such large audience. So it used to be a very good exposure for these startups uh, around uh, uh, like uh, uh, for, for them to get access to funds as well as access to customers, uh, which helped many startups uh, uh, in the journey. Correct. Yeah. So you know, you, you had a had a pretty good experience uh, before you started Arca Labs. Uh, you know, helping uh, helping out in IBM India. So 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 can I talk a little bit about Arca Labs and how how big is that portfolio uh, and and how much seed and pre seed capital are you providing to uh, startups? Yeah. So Arca Venture Labs, uh, we are a uh, nine million dollar fund. And we invest in Indian B2B startups and help them to uh, pour into the uh, US by providing a combination of funding. The fund uh, ticket size is between 100K to uh, 200K. And uh, we provide uh, mentoring, mentoring coming from my side. Uh, then Prasanjay, who is a managing partner in Blue Ventures, Yesh, who is partner in uh, BGV. And uh, we have Alok, uh, who is a partner in Abergen Ventures. So there's a hands-on mentoring coming from four of us. Uh, besides that, uh, we are also having a network of uh, mentors uh, in Arca Venture Labs. And uh, as I'm also looking at like-minded individuals and corporates uh, who can be an investor into Arca, Arca Venture Labs and uh, they can also do the mentoring. Uh, so that is a whole lot of people from where uh, the startups can look at for mentoring and access to the Valley ecosystem. We are tapping into the network of uh, these three funds uh, in the Valley. So Emergent and PGV both are B2B focused funds uh, and they have a network of uh, advisors who specialize in uh, B2B startups uh, 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 in advising B2B startups and then they have a network of corporates and they have a network of VCs. So that's the network that we, we, are, we are tapping on. Got it. So, so you, know, you started in 2018, you know, can I talk about how many deals have you, uh, uh, have you led till now? Uh, 
yeah we have done uh, two investments and we have uh, besides this two investments we have closed two term sheets so the two investments that we have made is uh, one is in a company called uh, primer seller which is a point of sale application with integration with omni channel like uh, 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 shopify magento uh, and they also do a lot of uh, inventory optimization for uh, retail stores having 10 to 15 uh, branches. Uh, uh, the second company we have uh, uh, invested in a company called Rev Sales. Uh, the entrepreneur, uh, uh, basically our serial entrepreneurs, uh, first company was they sold to Freshdesk and uh, they worked there for three years and then after that they started uh, Rev Sales. Uh, they basically are uh, a uh, uh, deal desk. Uh, uh, automation software. Uh, uh, so that's the second company we have made the investment. Uh, third is uh, we have uh, will be making in a company called uh, uh, First High. This is a customer data platform. Uh, what it does is that it creates a single identity of the customer from his uh, interaction to an enterprise through various channels like uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, uh, emails, uh, uh, or telephones. Uh, web transactions uh, using a common uh, and, and they basically use machine learning to create single identity of that particular customer, which helps in targeting and retargeting the customer at a particular time of the day at uh, through a uh, specific channel uh, and uh, and also helps in retaining that particular customer. Uh, the fourth company uh, we will be making an investment is a company called Swiftace.ai. Um, to IIT Bombay grads and uh, uh, and this is basically uh, a company which is uh, a, 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 a DevOps for machine learning. Correct. Yeah. So you know the Indian market uh, uh, ecosystem is is really growing over the last couple of years. Uh, you know, I don't know what do you actually look for an entrepreneur when you when you invest into them. Do you, do you look at the background or do you do you look at uh, you know uh, you know what sort of product they have built, and they uh, do they have some sort of traction? Yeah, if there's a traction, that's uh, very good. But we typically need to see that at least the MVP is ready, and uh, we look into the uh, business problem that is solving. What is the total uh, market for that particular business problem that is solving? Uh, what is the uh, kind of current? landscape uh, that is there and uh, uh, basically how uh, they will be able to penetrate into that particular market with the existing uh, competitive landscape whether through uh, uh, differentiators in the technology space or differentiator through uh, economics. Uh, uh, so basically we look into a combination of all these and then we say that, and then we also look into how the founders are complementing each other, and uh, uh, if uh, and then what is their capability to execute the vision. Got it. And uh, 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 you know, I want to know how do you support Indian startups in US? You, you talked about uh, BGV and Emergent uh, have their have their own inroads into US, but but do you also take? take these Indian founders in US and help them connect to other companies? Yeah, that's basically what I was mentioning earlier. So each of these uh, uh, funds, uh, BGV and Emergent especially, 
they have a network of uh, uh, corporates and uh, uh, and and basically uh, venture capital uh, firms in the network and that's where the startup would uh, get a uh, tap into that particular can uh, tap into that particular network got it and and how how do you get the deal flow uh, uh, you know do you get uh, most of your deal flow from from the other funds that who uh, who have uh, been aligned with you yeah so it's a combination of uh, the deal flow uh, coming from the funds uh, as well as uh, people approaching uh, directly uh, to the website arka.pc and where they can put the details uh, to people approaching via the social media so yeah but i think the quality deals have been uh, i would say are that which are coming from the fund current and you know what should indian b2b startups do in order to dominate uh, you know the global market so i mean uh, uh, one is uh, so this is basically what uh, i believe is that the cost of developing a product in india is much lesser as compared to cost of developing a product in uh, the us uh, second uh, i would say the cost of resources to put for uh uh servicing a customer uh, uh, making sure the product is uh, successfully implemented in that uh, customer location the resources out here are again pretty less the cost of uh, digital marketing or servicing an inbound sale lead is way lesser uh, uh and but uh, and so these actually help in lot of uh, creating a competitive advantage for startups coming from india and if they are actually using to their advantage and attacking the us market which is where there is a breadth and depth of uh, a market there uh, the margins are much better the sales cycles are uh, shorter so if they can uh, basically using their advantage and crack that particular market then that's the best way to go about absolutely i agree because a lot of indians uh, you know entrepreneurs understand the us market and, and you know it's uh, they can they can create products at, at a cheaper resource uh, i want to understand you know do you, do you uh, when we talk about b2b startups do you, do you look at certain industries like hardware and blockchain where, where they are targeting you know b2b markets or uh, you know can you explain a little more about uh, you know sort of industries or or you uh, you know industry agnostic yeah at the moment we are industry agnostic and uh, so we are looking at retail we are looking at uh, marketing we are looking at uh, healthcare we are looking at uh, 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 automobile uh, so a combination of different vertical industries and uh, across different horizontals uh, could be ai could be uh, iot blockchain ar vr Uh, so it could be either a horizontal startup in the horizontal space of uh, ar vr or iot or ai or it could be uh, or infrastructure uh, management to uh, it could be in a vertical like, across a, any industry correct and uh, you know can, can you give an example of an indian company uh, which is the, which is in b2b space b2b space which has done uh, really well in the, in the global market which which you feel that the indian entrepreneur can can emulate Yeah, quite a few examples. Uh, one is uh, Druva, uh, which I think uh, same uh, success story in terms of 
starting off in Pune and then moving on to the US and then making it big there. Sure. Uh, second is uh, Fresh Desk, starting from Chennai, going to US uh, and uh, doing extremely well in terms of the revenue. Uh, there is uh, Minjar, which uh, started off in Bangalore and uh, recently got acquired by uh, Nutanix. Uh, so, uh, uh, Zoho is there. Uh, then there is uh, Sapien Software, uh, Seclore. Uh, so, quite a few examples of, of companies who have uh, started off in India, moved to the US and then made it big there. Got it. And so I think I think Freshdesk is uh, and Zoho are two you know SaaS uh, platforms you know which have which have really taken on uh, you know on, on the global level. So uh, so you know do you think uh, an entrepreneur needs to have those technical skills uh, in order to become uh, a, a good entrepreneur in the B two B space? And you know what what skill sets do you think uh, an entrepreneur should have to read uh, and and make it really big into B two B space? Uh, it's a combination of, uh, that's what I said earlier that it needs to have uh, complementary skills. So usually, I mean, what I've seen is a combination, but it's not uh, like anything like uh, it has uh, a cookie cutter approach. Uh, but typically I've seen that one of the founder, co-founder focuses on the product and uh, technology. And then one of the founders, uh, he focuses on the sales and marketing. Uh, so I think if... Uh, uh, like uh, or and sales and marketing in partnership that's typically how uh, people usually divide their areas of uh, focus uh, but again it has to be a good combination of a great product and uh, ability to uh, sell that particular product uh, globally okay and uh, you know tech startups are waiting you know longer for for ipos in fact in the in the last uh, 10 years or so well, we we we've not had uh, any big ipos especially uh, you, you know after facebook you're looking at uber lyft and few other startups which, which will go for a, for an ipo so uh, so what is your view on this should should you know tech startup look for it for an exit or should they stay private and uh, you know you know what should be the exit strategy for for such sort of startups no, I think it can be uh, basically, uh, 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 so I think uh, that's where the US market uh, has that advantage uh, where there are a lot of acquirers, uh, potential acquirers who also uh, believe in the strategy uh, and the vision of uh, the founders. So that's one approach I think most of the uh, startups have actually taken. And uh, then you can also look into the approach of uh, an IPO. Uh, but I think, uh, so depending upon how the acquisition story comes in and what the founder vision is, so they can take any approach. Okay. And, uh, you, you, you know, when, when you talk about uh, uh, exits, uh, you know, do, do you think we'll have much bigger exits in India? Because, you know, uh, the m market in US is, uh, is is lot more mature and much bigger, but but for Indian startups, do do you think a a Druva sort of a strategy where they started in India and then uh, or, or moved to US is, is is the strategy which should be there for P two B SaaS companies? Yeah, I think the probably the current is looking at the current scenario. Uh, I think it's the best approach for Indian startups uh, uh, to get started in India, build the product in India, service the customers from here, but uh, attack the market, global markets 
where there is a much better breadth than depth. Uh, typically, uh, I would say that the, the 80s and 90s waves was around uh, services company from India doing going big by servicing the large uh, markets in US and Europe. Uh, now is the wave of product companies getting built here and addressing the uh, markets in US and Europe. So it's a pretty good strategy and leveraging uh, the arbitrage and the gap between uh, the US market and the Indian talent. Got it. And you know, I want to talk about Arcalabs as an accelerator. You know, in 2019, how many startups are you looking to get into 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 this accelerator? Do you have these uh, batches of uh, you know accelerator groups where you 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 get you inviting these startups and uh, you know they graduating out of it? So, and how, what's the plan for 2019? Yeah, so we plan to make around eight to ten investments a year. So, at the end of three years, we plan to make around twenty-five to thirty investments. Okay. And uh, we don't have a cohort system, but as like a fund, uh, the, as and when the, we make the investments, we work hands-on with the startup founders and help in terms of uh, whatever way we can help them to scale. Uh, so that's how we are approaching uh, like uh, an accelerator come and uh, fund. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I want to quick, quickly do the top three. Uh, what's your favorite business book? Uh, business uh, application, you mean to say? No, no business book. Any any business book that you enjoy reading? Oh, business book. Okay, okay. Uh, not uh, off off late actually. So it's been a while. I have uh, kind of read any business book. Not a problem. So you know, if you could go back in time when you started uh, Arc Labs and started investing, what is the one thing you would have focused on? No, I think we are pretty good uh, in terms of uh, the journey we have. Uh, Embarked on, we started around seven months back and uh, 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 got a strong pipeline. We have made two investments, closing two more investments, and there's even uh, more pipeline that is coming up. So, pretty happy with the progress. And uh, I think what needs to be uh, uh, closed is that onboard corporates, uh, individuals, and uh, family officers who believe in this vision uh, onto our venture labs. Platform. Okay. okay. And, and what's your favorite online tool, for example, Gmail, Slack, LinkedIn? Yeah, LinkedIn, I'm pretty active. Uh, and uh, I also uh, like Zoom. I mean, the call that we are having right now, it's, uh, yeah, this is probably uh, one of the top two, top two uh, favorite uh, tools. So, and, and what is the best way people can reach out to you and know more about Arca Labs and how can they, you know, apply through your uh, for your accelerator? Yeah, it's arca.vc. People can look into and then apply there, uh, and they can expect a, a communication from uh, me or my colleague, uh, and uh, they can also reach out to me on LinkedIn, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, or Twitter. So, you know, we'll, we'll put that in the show notes. Uh, Radhesh, thank you very much for coming on to the show. I truly appreciate speaking to us. Thank you, Rohit. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Life Self Mastery Podcast, where we teach you how to start and grow your online business. For more information, visit Rohit's blog at www.lifeselfmastery.com. <laughs>